The Life, Love, and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks, and the Foundation for Successful Marriages with Rare Gem Productions. Learn more at SuccessfulMarriages.org. And here are your hosts, the doctor and the missus, Marissa Q. Payne and Dr. James Payne. Welcome back to Life, Love, and Leadership with Dr. James and Marissa Q. Payne. I'm Marissa Q. Payne. And I'm Dr. James Payne. And we are super excited to have you with us for another exciting episode of Life, Love, and Leadership. Exciting episode. Exciting episode. episode. Never a dull moment Yes. Life, Love, and Leadership. If this is your first time, welcome. Thanks so much for listening. A word of advice, you will need a notebook for this podcast because in between all the laughing, we tend to drop some real nuggets, tips tools, resources you can use in life, love, and leadership. So grab a pen or hit the subscribe or follow button so you can come back and not miss a single tidbit. Mm. What's our teaching topic for today? So today we're going to be dealing with apology styles. And I think this topic is huge. It's big. And (laughs) the primary reason I think this is big is all relationships will experience seasons uh, in which an apology is necessary. It's normal. It's natural. You're going to offend me. I'm going to offend you. It's critical to know how you accept and receive an apology. Oh, my goodness. There are apology styles. There are apology styles. There's this great work out by Gary Chapman uh, and Jennifer Thomas book, uh, and it deals with five specific apology styles we'll get into later today. I love it. Yes, yes, yes. But before we kind of dive into the topic of the day, I always, always, always like to know what in the world is going on in that pretty little head of yours. It's so much always swirling around in there. So what's going on with you, babe? So furniture shopping Mm. is what's on my mind this week. Okay. All right. (laughs) Cool. I'm about to tell on you again. What? (laughs) (laughs) This ought to be good. So I don't think couples should furniture shop together. (laughs) Um, We went furniture shopping. Basic. I mean, I'm not even talking like major furniture shopping. We needed new kitchen chairs. Mm. Simple enough, right? Mm. Easy. So we swung by Mm. (laughs) furniture store. Number one Mm -hmm. was the plan on the way home. We were going to swing by cheap furniture store. Number one, pick up some chairs, keep it moving, you know, right. Mm. Get on. (laughs) And I don't know, nine hours later, literally, you know, (laughs) yeah. So that's what's on my mind. Got it. Got it. So we go to furniture store number one. In furniture store number one, there were, we decided on two, there were two separate chairs. Chair number one was okay, but not really like the best fit. Chair number two was a great fit, but you didn't like the style. Hmm. So that led to furniture store number two. Now, I just want to say for the record that you have a lot of opinion Hmm. about decor. Yes. Stuff. (laughs) I do. Not a lot of active participation necessarily in decor stuff, but a lot of opinion. I can tell you if that's the right color blue. (laughs) (laughs) One might argue that if you're not actively involved in the process, that you shouldn't have so much opinion about it. Then me and that person would just argue. (laughs) (laughs) 
but you have a lot of opinion about stuff that you tend not to really get involved in. But I digress. Okay, so two options at furniture store number one. We're off to furniture store number two. Mm-hmm. Nothing at furniture store number two. So we're close to furniture store number three, which we actually don't patronize, but we were like, eh, we can at least see what they have. Mm-hmm. So we go to furniture store number three. Fortunately, they don't have anything. Mm-hmm. All right. So theoretically, we could go back to store number one, choose the option that Marissa wanted, be done with it. But oh, no. <laughs> there are more stores to consider. There are more stores <laughs> to consider. And you have fear of missing out. Mm. So off we go now to store number four, which is halfway across town. And at store number four, if I'm not mistaken, Marissa finds a full set now that she loves. Mm. Of course, you don't love the set. But I'm like, hmm, for the price of four chairs, a little more, we could actually get this whole set. And I can get rid of table number zero, which we've had since 15 years ago. But it's a great table. And I just want to point out too, (laughs) while you're telling this story, just real quick, my wife is big into polls. And so she took a photo of the table set and sent it to our close family and friends. And they all rejected it too. (laughs) Which means nothing to me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it means something. That's why you sent it to them. I loved the table. Yes, I was looking for some support. You're looking for the validation. But I don't need it. (laughs) I still love the table. (laughs) So what are we on? Store number four. I fall in love with the set. So now we're pursuing sets. Mm. Okay. So we go to store number five. I actually loved store number five. They didn't have anything, but the experience was amazing. They had Mm. ice cream. So that was Mm. good, which we needed because now it's like several hours in. Time to eat again. (laughs) So store number six, I think was a repeat of store number one, just a different version, Mm -hmm. nothing there. And now we're at store number seven, which I think ended up with a set. We're back to chairs now. And will you believe it? I promise I could not make this up. Mm. Chair option at store number seven is the same chair from store number one. Wow. 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 That was so crazy, right? (laughs) Because we're in store number seven now, and we're tired now because we've been at this all day, and literally we didn't plan for none of this. And uh, we're looking at this chair like, ooh, this feels amazing. Right. (laughs) This is wonderful. And we knew they looked similar. So we were like, oh, this looks, you know, this is similar, but this one feels better because it was more expensive. (laughs) It was like twice the price. It was literally twice. Yeah, twice the price. Twice the price. So I'm now now I'm comparing, you know, the tickets and the pictures. And I was like, the manufacturer is the same. I was like, this is the same chair. (laughs) Wow. Wow. We have been driven by our own lust. This is so the we same fell chair. for like, oh, higher price, higher, higher product. Yep. And it wasn't even <laughs> It true. was the same chair. I felt so ashamed. <laughs> <laughs> so I will say that, um, you know, it just goes to show you that mm. price doesn't always mean quality or whatever. So it was just really, yeah. really interesting. Um, 
So we got through it. Mm-hmm. And so ultimately we got a price match, right. which was great. So right. I did feel good by the end of the day. But it's weird that we wound up with the chairs from the first store. So we basically just donated seven hours. Is it weird or were you difficult? <laughs> difficult or just searching for the best product at the best price for our home? <laughs> I'm going to go with option because number two. You're back to what I said from the beginning. The chairs that I chose, we wound up with seven stores later. Yes. True which story. Which is why I say don't go furniture shopping <laughs> with your spouse don't go furniture shopping with your spouse that's your takeaway okay (laughs) and this is like low stakes kitchen chairs Mm. trying to agree on something like a sofa or artwork we did find a sculpture that we liked yes we did which was awesome yes we did um and we got a full length mirror like it was a few other ancillary pieces none of which was on the list like we bought other stuff that wasn't chairs long before we actually settled on chairs, but we eventually got chairs. We got there. So let's talk about it in social spaces. Do you all furniture shop with mm. your mates and are you able to do it well? Do you guys have the same style? Yeah. Um, that's interesting. Like creating a home mm-hmm. feng shui is tricky. Like whose job is it? You know, yeah. um, whose role is it anyway? And I'm curious to know if men have a vested interest in decorating the house in the same way that, you know, I have a vested interest in kind of casting right. my opinion. That's what I'm saying. Like you have complained and talked about this and, you know, the house and what's there and what's not there so much. And yet you don't necessarily take an active role in doing anything about it Mm, i could go so many different directions (laughs) with that we're gonna move on but i'm gonna give you god's grace (laughs) (laughs) i'm just gonna ease on out of that So let's get into the fight of the week, uh, which really wasn't a fight. Uh, It was more of a debate uh, and some dialogue around uh, parenting. And so we have um, young adult and college age children, and this was surrounding curfew kind of stuff. Um, Our younger two are in school, uh, away at college. And when they come home, uh, they like to transition their college behaviors whereby, you know, when they're away at school, uh, I'm sure they stay out late and all that sort of stuff. I remember being in Atlanta uh, with my son and uh, him asking us to drop drop him off at a party. I know, like after his show, it was at like... (laughs) 11 something yeah at night. i'm like it's he 11 just o'clock leaving you just going to a party at 11 o'clock. which is terrible because we sound old and like we've forgotten right you're right which we obviously <laughs> have forgotten and it's different when it's your offspring but. absolutely and so you know to kind of set this up they were home on a break and Mind you, you complained about it you didn't want to do it and i was like sir we're in his city, in his town. He can do this. He doesn't need us to drop him off. If Whether we drop him off or not, he's going to the That's, party. I, you know, I agree with you intellectually, <laughs> but then I'm thinking to myself, if I'm present, if we're present, then all the rules apply. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you're asking me to drop you off at a party. That just sounds crazy to me at 11 o'clock. But okay, anyway. Uh, and so they were home and... Um, 
you know, they wanted to uh, go out and spend time with friends and that sort of thing and wanted to stay out later than uh, curfew. And that looks like to me, like you have to be back in the house before the next day begins. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of how my curfew <laughs> rule works. And you were kind of more liberal. You kind of were wild liberal in that. And uh, that you were like, oh, honey, they're always out of way when they're gone to school anytime anyway. So let them stay out. I'm not that liberal. Well, that's how it sounded to me. (laughs) But for the most part, they honor their curfew. And so a request to extend it every once in a while is not that big of a deal. Mm. Generally speaking, our rule is you're in by midnight, you know, so they were extending to one and you're in by curfew or you stay where you are. Like mm-hmm. my biggest thing is I don't like them being out in the streets, yeah. you know, in our city in the middle of the night, you know, freaks come out at night. So mm-hmm. absolutely, <laughs> that's my preference. So I'm just like, just stay, you know, wherever you are. But you were just like, oh no, it's midnight or nothing, you know, just. Yeah. If you going out, you coming back. <laughs> if you're not coming back, you're not going out. <laughs> this is an easy equation for me. But I'm like, they're a, <laughs> You know, they're adults, kind-ish. They're adult-ish. <laughs> <laughs> no, we know adulting well. This is not an adult. It's true. <laughs> That's how I say ish. So, you know, it, it definitely wasn't a fight. Um, generally speaking, you tend to let me guide or influence mm-hmm. um, in those scenarios, which is interesting. Why do you do that? Well, I recognize myself. And so I think self-awareness is critical. Mm-hmm. I recognize myself uh, as potentially heavy handed in you know, a lot of areas. And mm-hmm. so I recognize you're going to bring some balance to me uh, because I, I will be just, you know, very direct, very heavy handed. We're going to do it this way. There is no discussion, no debate. Yeah. Uh, and so I, I try to allow you to influence me and kind of, you know, bring me to a more balanced state. That's why, you know, I, well, I let you do that. That's nice, baby. You're welcome. I think that's a good segue to our topic of the day. It's a great segue into our topic of the day. So today we're going to be dealing with apology styles uh, and the importance of knowing and appreciating how your spouse best receives an apology. Mm -hmm. Uh, Author Gary Chapman of uh, Five Love Languages and Jennifer Thomas uh, cover five apology styles in their book, When Sorry Simply Isn't Enough, uh, that we'll cover today. So let's jump right in and just kind of start talking about apology styles that they note, because again, there are going to be gaps in your human experience where an apology will be necessary. That's right. Yeah. And when an apology is necessary, knowing how your spouse receives apology is critical, uh, I think, to bridging that gap. So do you know how I receive apology? Uh, Yeah, I have some ideas about how you receive apology. Yes. Do you know how I give apology? Uh, So this is a loaded question for me. What? (laughs) Because my first mind is to say, you don't apologize. (laughs) That's my first mind. But the way you look at me, I'm going to say. (laughs) I don't apologize, really. It's not one of your major gifts. (laughs) (laughs) Really, Ray? But if I had the pick of the five styles that are noted, uh, and we haven't gotten to the styles yet, but I, I will say this. I think your dominant style uh, is definitely uh, expressing regret. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Maybe I don't apologize. Yeah. Because no. that stung a little bit. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's like saying, is that saying I'm sorry? So when you express regret, let's talk about that. So the apology okay. style of expressing regret, uh, this is what you say uh, with an apology language. I feel bad about the behavior that hurt you uh, or my behavior has hurt you and I feel bad about it. Uh, often using the words, I'm sorry, but those words should never be spoken in isolation. I'm sorry alone. Alone is not enough. Preach. Uh, if you simply say, I'm sorry, you're not actually acknowledging uh, that you know what you did wrong. It's important to be able to acknowledge that you know what you did wrong, what the gap was, and I'm sorry just is not enough. Amen. Amen. You agree with that? Amen. <laughs> So it is, I'm sorry I lost my temper and yelled at you. I'm sorry I didn't come back when I said I was going to come back. I'm sorry whatever you actually did uh, is the the best approach in accepting that type of responsibility and expressing regret. Wow. Yeah. So I I think, you know, occasionally... You may. <laughs> I don't. I. I'm gonna give it to you. That. That's. You know. Hmm. 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 If I'm sorry, <laughs> and I did something wrong, I don't have a problem saying it. Got it. So I just want to qualify. If you're sorry. <laughs> so circle the word if. <laughs> because. You may not be sorry. Like, Correct. I'm not going to say it if I'm not. Which which says to me, does that mean that you are more often than not vindictive? What? So you are consciously aware of Boy, something. Boy, move on to number two. I, <laughs> I can't do this. There is, you're consciously aware that you've done something. But I just said, if I don't think I'm, so, if I'm not sorry, no, then obviously I don't agree that I offended. Huh. If I offend it, I don't have any problems acknowledging it. Okay. I'm going to let that I ride. think what happens is we often disagree as to whether or not an offense occurred. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Ooh, terrible topic. <laughs> uh, the second apology style is accepting responsibility. Uh, and this style is actually uh, accepting responsibility for your behavior. Uh, often the words you'll use to express this is I was wrong. I should not have done that. Uh, I have no excuse for that. I take full responsibility. I like this one. I think this is more like me. Wow. That first one was tough. Like I, I struggle to express regrets, yeah. but I will accept responsibility. That's very interesting mm-hmm. that expressing regret it's hard. It is. But accepting responsibility, you see that it's easier. I, I do. Okay. I don't I mean, like, again, I think regret is like, so let me ask, well, let me let you, I'll let you fin- to get through all five first and then I'll ask my question. Okay. The third one is making restitution. Uh, this apology style uh, is about um, saying things like, how can I make this up to you? Uh, how can I make good on an infraction that I created? Um, this is all about, you know, filling the gap that you may have left. Uh, do you feel like you make restitution in your? I'm saving my feedback until we finish. All right. Okay. okay. Very good. Number four, uh, genuinely repenting. Uh, to repent is to do a 180, completely change behaviors uh, and kind of go in a different direction. Chicken um, pot pie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yes, yes, yes. 
Uh, so I don't like what I did. I don't want to do it again. Can we talk? Uh, can we put together a plan uh, that'll help me stop doing this? Uh, so that's genuinely repenting and kind of presenting yourself uh, that way. And then number five is requesting forgiveness. Mm. Uh, and this is a big one because, you know, you can do all the other styles, but if you don't ask for forgiveness in my world, you haven't actually apologized to me. Interesting. Yeah. See that now you just opened it up. That's what I was going to ask of the five, which, which do you prefer? All of them. See what I'm talking about? <laughs> that right there. <laughs> I prefer all of them. I, um, I don't think that's how that's supposed to work. But I'm just telling you my apology style. Yes. So I need <laughs> I need groveling. I need tissue. I need a church choir in the background <laughs> singing some. No, nah, I'm just playing. But uh, are you just <laughs> playing? Because I think you're the reason I wrestle and have such a difficult time with some of these styles mm. because you want blood. Mm. Do I really want blood? Yeah. You oh. think I want blood? <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yikes. Do you want blood? Huh. You just said I want all of them. Yes. Yes, I did you, say that. You want all of them. And that is like if you get offended... Like, stop the presses. Mm. Everything must stop, halt, yes. everything. Yes, we must bring this back to balance. And, and that's exhausting. <laughs> because it's like, sir, mm. I bumped your shoulder. Like, Aww. seriously. <laughs> Hashtag, I can't. No. <laughs> that, that's how that offense may show up to you. But believe me, ladies and gentlemen, it is never that petty. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so so what are your apology styles? What what kind of resonates for you in these five? Like what do I prefer? Yeah, how do you prefer? Um I need you to acknowledge mm. the thing that resonated with me the most was I'm sorry is not enough. Mm. Like you're sorry for what? Mm. <laughs> Cuz if you offended me or did something wrong to me I already know you sorry mm. <laughs> like duh you know so acknowledging it and really to acknowledge it is enough for me you know what I'm saying like it's that simple um but it's but that's important to me mm. you know I think we've definitely had some healthy debate around that mm. it's hard for me to move on when I've been offended if you don't acknowledge it mm. um, but once you acknowledge it I'm good like that's all you can really do you know that's why kind of some of the asking for repentance and all of that like I'm like show show me don't tell me mm. I really don't want the words just do better mm. that's what I care about so restitution is a form of doing better and in terms of covering the gap. Uh, mm -hmm. Does that resonate with you as well? Well, unlike you, like it makes me uncomfortable. Like I don't want people to feel like they have to grovel to me because mm -hmm. we all make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So yes, I want you to fix it, but I don't want you to really like ask me, how can I fix it? Right. Cause mm -hmm. I'm not like this Supreme being. I make mistakes too. It's weird, mm. you know, so I don't really want you to ask me. I just want you to fix it. Mm. <laughs> so that's why I say if you know what you did and you acknowledge it, 
I'm assuming, which we already decided, I assume too much, but I assume if you acknowledge it, then you're not going to do it again intentionally, or at least you're going to do your best. And that's good enough for me. Got it. Got it. Got it. One last question before I move away from this, uh, requesting forgiveness. Yeah. Uh, Is that something that is necessary? Like for me, that's necessary for an apology to work. Is that necessary for you? (laughs) It's not. No, I'm not going to do it and I don't need it. Got it. (laughs) Yeah, it's because, again, if I know I did it, I'm going to say I'm sorry. Hmm. I should not have yelled at you. I'm not a will you forgive me kind of person, though. I mean, I guess, fortunately, I don't really think you need that. I think that's why I preface by saying you don't apologize. (laughs) Maybe. Because, like, that's big for me. Okay, I didn't know that. And pray for me, everybody. (laughs) So I will work to maybe ask for your forgiveness. I don't know. Pray for me. That's all I can say. (laughs) because that you know he not through with me yet that's tough for me because i'm just like i don't need i need god forget i don't need your forgiveness what Mm. but i got ego i guess you do got ego (laughs) i'm just the first to admit it (laughs) which is great because somebody has it as well and they won't admit it which is worse oh my god but we digress and this is a terrible topic like i said but we can't wait to talk about it more um with you in social spaces Stop calling this topic a terrible topic on the podcast. I mean, this is like, this is a big one. Mm. And I don't think one episode is enough, personally. I think we need a part two. Okay. Because I feel like you are, I feel like you winning. And I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think we've really like, I think we've just like introduced it. Mm. But I don't really think we've gotten to the heart of it. For real, for real. Um, And I feel like I'm like the terrible person because I'm honest and you're getting. So the implication is that I'm dishonest. Mm. Like I said, I don't like this episode because it just make me look terrible. (laughs) So we just have to do it again. Period. Let's do a part two. (laughs) Apology styles part two. Unpack further. Yes, I agree with that. Let's do it. Okay. (laughs) All right, folks. So we are going to call that a show. I bet you have a question related to apology styles. So we're going to hold our question of the week for your question because I'm sure it's going to be juicy. We're going to jump back into this, but we're going to call this a show. Thank you so much for listening. We look forward to continuing the conversation on Facebook and Instagram, and we will see you next week. All right. See you. Bye. This is Life, Love and Leadership. The Life, Love and Leadership podcast is a presentation of Marissa Q. Payne International, Dr. James Payne Speaks and the Foundation for Successful Marriages. Connect with us. Find us and follow on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter to learn more about our guests, show notes, services, events or to get involved. Visit SuccessfulMarriages.org. Life, Love, and Leadership is another positive production of Rare Gem Productions. Thanks for listening.